Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey, hello there, everyone. Welcome to The Burt Not Ernie Show, the podcast where we focus on changing the way we live our lives as a result of knowing and believing God's promises. The Burt Not Ernie Show is part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. This is episode 91. Okay, it's January, January of 2022 as I record this, and I'm starting a brand new series here on the Burt Not Ernie Show. Romans 8 is our series focus. The topic of our series is going to be Romans 8 for for a minute. We're going to be on this for a minute. So uh, get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. You're in for quite a ride because this is quite a book. You know, Romans 8 is incredible. It's, it's just really that's not exaggerative in the least. It is absolutely incredible. This chapter of the Bible is, um, I've heard it said by more than one person, sometimes by those smart old dead guys, you know, think of people who went before us. Um, paving the way as far as like writing commentaries and expository preaching and things like though I have heard it said many times that Romans 8 if all we had were this one chapter of the Bible we would understand salvation sanctification Jesus's sacrifice and how to live as followers of Christ you know that's really not a bad way to describe Romans chapter 8 so That's what we're going to do for the next several episodes. We're going to be looking at the promises that we can find in this just absolutely incredible chapter of God's word from the New Testament. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I mean, I guess I guess I always do get excited when I dive into the word of God, when I see a promise there and I just think, yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. This is a good word. It's your good word. It's your promise. It's your hope. It's your, it's what you want to do. It's your will for us. And ah, how amazing is it that you just reveal it to us when we sit down, open the Bible, read it, ask the Holy Spirit to show us what we need to see. And then we just pray it and we believe it. It's amazing. So yeah, I know I always get excited, but um, this chapter, it has so much promise. Like it, it just needed a series of podcast episodes so we can really dig into these promises, kind of one after the other, rather than bounce around and come back to these here and there. I just wanted to dig into these because it's the beginning of a new year, right? What better time to like really, really dig into God's promises from one chapter, which can be described as a chapter that if we only had it, if we only had it, we would have enough. It's a beautiful thing to think about. So uh, because these promises are for who? Oh, they're for us. They're for the people of God, for his children. So that's why we're going to grab hold of them. And I want to encourage you right now to just recognize that the Lord is going to speak to you at some point in time through Romans chapter 8. And it may not even be through my podcast. You might hear a verse somewhere else or come across it um, in a devotional or just choose to read it on your own. He's going to speak to you through it because this is 
a big deal, this chapter, and it is a big deal for right now. So everybody obviously is part of God's creation, right? God's promises, however, are for his children, for the people of God. All of us are part of God's creation and he loves us all, you know, for sure. That is a fact, Jack. It's not arguable, but only those who have made Jesus their personal Lord and Savior to those he has given the right to be called the children of God. And you can find that in John 1, verse 12. The promises here that I'm going to talk about over the next few weeks, they are for, they are for his children. Uh, You know, and trust me, if you don't know Jesus personally just yet, he really wants you to know him. He wants you to take that step to follow him, to go all in, turn from your old life, your old sinful ways, you know, and guess what? The ground at the foot of the cross, oh, it's level. It's for all of us. It's for anyone who would come, just come. It's level there. There's like no judgment. There's no one person who doesn't have sinful ways and another person who does. No, we all do. We all do. And when we're honest, we acknowledge that. But the ground at the foot of the cross is level. Jesus beckons all who will come to come and he will free them from the punishment for sin, from their sinful ways. Um, you know, there's everything who comes to Jesus, who responds to him when he is calling, and he is calling, has got to deal with the fact that they have a sin nature and that he made the way to free us from the bonds of that sin nature. So um, if you respond when he's calling, no, that's part of it. Acknowledging your sinfulness, accepting that he paid the price for all of it, all of your sinfulness. It's been paid in full on the cross and then live your life with Jesus as Lord of your life. It's, it's really that simple, but it's also that amazing. It's, it's big and doable at the same time. So if you are in Christ, if you are one of his disciples, you're a child of God. And the promises here in Romans 8, they are yours. Uh, Because as the Apostle Paul wrote, all God's promises are yes and amen through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Do not doubt that this is true. It is true because it says so in the Bible. And you can find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Okay, um, you know, let's start at the very beginning because that's a very good place to start. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally referencing Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music there. Romans 8, verse 1. I'm going to read from the Amplified first and the Christian Standard Bible second. Romans 8, 1 from the Amplified. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. All right, you know, well, I'm thinking you probably already totally understand why I am excited about this series in Romans. I mean, this is just verse one, and the promise that this verse alone holds for us. Um, And make no mistake, it is for us. It is for us, for here and for now, this promise, it's massive. Think about this. No condemnation. No guilty verdict. No punishment. There is no God but the one true God who makes and keeps such a promise. And did he made it make it to us? Absolutely. And is he going to keep it? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar he is. Um, I don't actually advocate gambling. That's just a saying. Okay, the first word in this verse is therefore. So, you know, something came just prior to this, right? There's something that was in chapter 7 that comes prior to chapter 8, verse 1. Before the therefore, there's something. There's... There's something, um, you know, and we all know, I think we all know that Romans, it's a letter. 
The book of Romans is a letter that Paul wrote to the Christian church in Rome. And as a letter, it didn't originally have chapter and verse divisions, right? So um, we just hop back to chapter 7, read a couple of verses, and get kind of a reference point, a frame of reference that makes that word, therefore, a whole lot clearer. So Romans 7, 24 and 25 from the CSV Christian Standard Bible says this, What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with my mind, I myself am serving the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, that is like the epitome of um, the struggle is real, you know? But then, but then, dun, 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 chapter 8, Paul states the issue, who's going to rescue me from this body of death, from my own wretchedness? And then he gives us the beautiful, perfect answer. Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, because of Jesus, there is now no condemnation. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, it's really beautiful. Okay, Romans 8, 1 in the CSB, Christian Standard Bible says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. It says pretty much the exact same thing. There's just that extra punch in the Amplified. No guilty verdict, no punishment. And then it goes on, of course, in the Amplified to kind of give you an idea of um, what it means to be in Christ Jesus those who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, that is is the way to be in Christ. If you wonder what that means, what it means is he's your Lord and Savior personally. Not, I went to church with my grandparents when I was little. Not, I prayed a prayer once at VBS, but if you really think about it, I know that I haven't lived as a Christian. I didn't really know Jesus. I just, um, you know, I prayed the prayer, but I didn't really understand it. Not, you know, this is like, do you know him as Lord and Savior? Then this is for you. Everything that comes after that, therefore, that is there for you. It's super awesome. I love this. It's beautiful. Um, this is final, folks. This is final. Jesus paid it all. A-L-L, all. It's not simply part of a worship song that we sing on Sunday mornings, Jesus paid it all. It's an absolute fact, and it's good news, the best news amazing news. It should blow our minds every time we really actually think about it. Jesus paid it all. Romans 8, 1 is final. You can't put a comma where God places a period. Don't add an addendum. You know, don't go trying to amend God's work. Jesus finished this work at Calvary, and it is finished. He said it is, and so it is, and that's John nineteen thirty, Chapter 19 of the book of John, verse 30, it is finished. And when Jesus said that, yeah, he meant it. Finished. Final. Don't put a comma where God places a period. We are the clay, you and I, and God is the potter. And we do not get to add or subtract to or from his work. No, 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 no. No condemnation means no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment. So long as we are in Christ Jesus. So, you know, nothing gets past the King of Kings. Nothing gets past the Lord of Lords. That's who Jesus is. So if you're in Christ, this is your promise, and it can't not be your promise. No thing, no matter what, is going to sneak past him. You know? I mean, yes, you know. You do know. You know that. I know you know that. I know that. But do you live like maybe some of your stuff, some of your issues, some of your junk, some garbage just snuck by him? Do you live like maybe you're holding yourself in a state of like kind of holding yourself hostage. Like, I know that's true, but I'm not totally living like it's true. I am condemning myself. And 
waiting for the punishment for X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank. Um, don't live differently than what God's word says. That's the whole point of this podcast, because if you think on and believe God's promises, it changes everything. It changes the way you live. So if you say, yes, I know that's true, but you're living a different way, uh, something needs to shift there and uh, God wants it shifted. And so get in line with his will and just shift your thinking and live what you believe. Make sure what you believe is what God's word says. It's so important because what we put in is what is going to come out. Um, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So just sit with the Lord on this one if you need to and uh, get your heart in agreement with Romans 8.1 because it's your promise. Um, there is nothing that snuck past the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. D- nothing. It just, it's not going to happen. It didn't happen, my friend, and it never will. It's actually not possible. Well, you're going to sneak past the King of all Kings, the Lord of all Lords. You know, again, just don't, don't try to put a comma where God puts a period. And this verse, it ends with a period. You will not find a comma in Romans 8, verse 1. Now, you know, the devil, he is a chronic liar and he never stops lying because as Jesus said, the truth is not in him. That's John 8, verse 44. The devil is going to tell you repeatedly, like actually on repeat, not a one and done, but in a, I'm going to beat you down. I'm going to wear you out kind of a on repeat way. He's going to repeatedly tell you that you are under some kind of condemnation. He just will. It's what he does. Uh, but he is lying to you because that's actually more than what he does. It's who he is. He is a liar and the truth is not in him, said Jesus. He is a liar. It's not like he told a lie now and then. No, Jesus said he is a liar. It's who he is. So he's going to tell you the opposite of what God's word says. He's going to try to tell you, you are condemned. You know, you and I, we have got to know the word of God so well that we immediately recognize the devil's lies. And he is lying all the time. He lies like a rug. It's just what he does. We need to know God's word so we can shut those lies down. We can see him coming a mile away. You know, nope, I'm not listening to that, Satan. No, that is a lie. And it was spoken by the father of lies. And you, Satan, you are not my father. You're not my father. I listen to him. I listen to my good father. Romans 8.1. You can speak this verse out loud. And I really mean that like out loud to your enemy when he starts spewing his condemnation lies to you. Remind him of the truth. If you're in Christ Jesus, you know, you may as well live every day like you are in Christ Jesus. You know what I mean? Speak God's word. Speak the truth and believe it. Live a believing life. Live a believing life. I'm going to say that one more time. Live a believing life. If the devil reminds you of, you know, let's let's just have a scenario here. Say an argument you had with your spouse. Now, you know, maybe you're really good at letting the quote unquote big stuff go. You know you're forgiven. You know there's no condemnation there. Satan can't lie to you about that because you're it's just it's a done deal. That's not an issue for you. Um, you know, but that argument, man, you said a couple things like, ooh, yuck, why'd I say that? Ah, man, that was not cool. And it's just kind of hanging on. You know, you feel icky about it. That is you feeling condemned, feeling guilty, waiting, waiting on some kind of punishment to land in your lap. But what does Romans 8, 1 say? It says, if you are in Christ Jesus, then you cannot be under condemnation. These are real life scenarios that we deal with. And we tend to deal with them like just in our physical world. We don't deal with them 
always, sometimes, but not always. We don't always deal with them in the spiritual realm, but that's where they need to be dealt with. Here's how you do that. You ask for forgiveness of others and of God as often as you need to. Keep those accounts short in your relationships, you know, and your relationship with God, with Jesus, it is a relationship. You have a relationship with the Lord. You have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Keep short accounts in your relationships. Seek forgiveness where you need it. And also, hey, forgive, forgive and forgive some more. And that includes forgiving yourself. And then you just like, and I mean it when I say just receive God's forgiveness. Believe it. I receive it. I'm forgiven. It, the forgiveness is yours. Jesus made sure of it on the cross. He died for you to have it. So he really, really wants you to have it. He wants you to live forgiven. He died so you can live forgiven. Amazing to think about. That's why we need to think about these things regularly. Like when you take communion, think about these things. This is amazing. It's amazing. Don't ever stop being amazed by the most amazing thing that has ever happened in the history of the world. Uh, he really wants you to live forgiven. I really want you to live forgiven. Um, I think you're getting how much I want you to live forgiven from my intensity here. When something is clinging to you, though, you know, like it just feels, it feels clingy. That right there, that's the thing you need to pray about. You pray on that exact clingy thing and say out loud, if possible, no, no, no. That right there, that clingy thing, that is under the blood of Jesus and I am forgiven I am not condemned because Romans 8 says so. Romans 8 promises there is now no condemnation for me, period. You know, once we really like actually begin on the daily, every single day, and I mean it every single day, on the daily, start to live our lives in the reality of this verse, along with all the other verses of promise, of truth in the word of God, our lives change. Our lives change. Um, it, it's just, this is true. If you want your life to be changed, you let the word of God and the Holy Spirit bring about that change. And he will, he will. It is the living word and he is, um, he is God in you, the Holy Spirit. Like seriously, if you think that the living word and the Holy Spirit can't change you, I just got to tell you, you need like some cold water thrown in your face because you better believe he can and that he wants to and he will just believe, just believe, you know, because what we really truly believe impacts directly, directly impacts how we live, what we think, even what we say silently to ourselves and, and what we say out loud to others about circumstances, about people, about ourselves, about our relationships, what we, what we say to ourselves silently. And when you're thinking it, you're saying it to yourself, right? And what we say out loud to others, what we post on social media, where we spend our time, where we spend our money. Did I step on toes there? I'm going to do it again. Where we spend our money, even things like whether or not we say exercise, take care of ourselves. Even, and I'm not talking about become an exerciseaholic. I'm talking about when's the last time you just got outside and took a walk on a nice day. Get some sunshine, you know? Do you remember when, when I was a kid, parents and grandparents used to say, go outside and get some sunshine. Go outside and get some sunshine. They weren't totally wrong. I mean, vitamin D and being outside in God's creation and breathing fresh air, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. What about this? Watching a sunset. The other morning, I just glanced out the window when it was still not technically sunrise, but you could see the sky starting to turn. So it's like this beautiful blue color, but just on the line of the horizon, it was like fire red, gorgeous, absolutely stunning. That, 
that kind of smoky gray blue, just cut right, like, boom, like just cut a line of this gorgeous, I'm not talking orange. I mean, it was red, stunning. You know what? I could have totally missed that. And I'm so thankful I didn't because the God who loves me created that. And I had to just take a second and look up, you know, look up, look up at the sky and see it. And I don't know that I'll ever forget it. I mean, it was that beautiful. So how about that? You know what? I mean, what you think will impact whether or not you're even looking up or is it just, are you too much in your own head and your own thoughts and you never even notice a sunrise or a sunset, you know, what books we read or what books we never read at all, our friendships, our small group attendance and our small group participation. And um, in case you didn't realize it, those are not the same thing. Attending a small group is not the same as participating in a small group. Uh, your sleep habits, how much junk food you consume, how much junk television, junk social media we consume, our frustration level, and to some extent, even our personal hygiene and habits. All those things are directly and probably indirectly influenced and impacted by what we as followers of Jesus actually do with verses like Romans 8.1. What you believe matters. What you think matters. Think on and believe God's word above all else. You know, it matters, um, golly, in a million more ways than even those I just mentioned. We need to be about the work of believing the word of God. I'm going to say that one more time. If I lost you, jump back in here. You and I, we need to be about the work of believing the word of God. Okay, let me let me read you once more from both the Amplified and the Christian Standard Bible. Romans 8 verse 1 from the Amplified. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in him as personal Lord and Savior from the CSB. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you what, that is a verse that you can memorize easily from the Christian standard. There is therefore, therefore there, I'm messing it up. I'm so sorry. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Um, memorize that, just commit it, commit it to memory. And if you have trouble remembering like, Hey, where it's about minute, um, probably about minute 22 in the podcast where the lady talking on the podcast got all goofy and mixed up the verses telling me to memorize. Yeah. That's an easy reminder. Yeah. She, she totally flubbed it, messed it up. Um, what was that verse? Oh yeah. Romans 8, 1. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. It might be a good way for you to remember it. My, my mess up there. Um, who are you? Who am I? Who are you and I to declare ourselves guilty? Who are you to declare yourself guilty when the Messiah, the very son of God, the lamb slain before the foundation of the world says that you're not guilty, that you're not under condemnation. If he says there's no punishment, who are you to keep on inflicting differing degrees of self-punishment. Huh. I hope you're picking up what I'm laying down. If Jesus is your personal Lord and Savior, this is yours. So live like it. Do you wonder, like when you go get in your car in the morning, do you ever, you're going you're gonna to drive to work. Do you ever wonder if maybe possibly this is not actually your car? You hop in to drive and do you ever think, yeah, this, I don't think this is really my car. This probably isn't my car. I don't know whose it is, but it's not mine. Yeah, you probably never think that because that would be weird. Um, 
unless it's not your car, unless it's a rental or something like, but even then you rented it. So, you know, you rented it because you paid for it. Right. I mean, um, if it's not your car, this analogy is weird, but for the most part, you know, the car, it's your car, my SUV, it's mine. I drive it because it's mine. The title is in my name, the insurance bill. It comes to me and I pay it. My car, mine. I never wonder if maybe tomorrow it's not going to be mine. It is mine till I sell it. And then I'm going to sign the title over to somebody else. It's, it's just my vehicle. Same for this promise. It is mine. You can't take it from me. You can't trick me out of believing it. You can't steal it away from me. It is mine. The Lord gave it to me. I've got the title deed to this promise because Jesus says so. It's also yours if you're in Christ. It is for Y-O-U. And it is for right now, this very day. And it really is the best news. The good news of Jesus is the best news. Romans 8. So much, so much in this chapter. And, you know, it's going to be amazing to grab hold of what's in here for us over the next few weeks. Because, you know, we're not going to be the same after this. We're just not. We are learning what God's word says. We are believing it. Our thinking is changing and how we live is changing. And the devil, he cannot trick us with his lies about condemnation. No, not anymore. Those days, they are done, my friend. Those days are done. All right. The Lord, um, the Lord has just put on my heart a fire for this that I think it reminds me of Jeremiah where there's a fire in my bones and I've got I can't keep silent. I have to talk about it. And so um, thank you for your grace toward me in my excitement. Um, Man, but what would I rather get excited about than the word of God, than, than praying God's word into fruition over people, than seeking him for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I can tell you for a fact, in heaven, I'm not going to be running around living under self-condemnation and the devil is not going to have a voice in my life. And you know what? That is the kind of will I want to see done on earth, just like it is in heaven for me and for you and for all of us who are in Christ. And for those who aren't in Christ, I want you in Christ, baby, and he wants you in him. He wants you saved. It's available to you at any moment. You can email me at janlbert, J-A-N-L-B-U-R-T at outlook.com, and I will walk you through the salvation, like you know what it actually looks like. Um, I'd be blessed to do that or talk to your pastor, but seriously. Do not live not believing God's promises because they are for you. Romans 8, 1, it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Lord bless you today. And you know, I really do mean that. When I say that, it's not just something I say to sign off. I mean it and I expect it to be true. I am saying and praying as I say it, Lord bless everyone who hears this today. Every listener, every download, Lord bless you. Lord bless you today. And I expect it to happen today. Uh, If you would consider subscribing to the Burt Not Ernie show on whatever platform you listen to. Just just hit the subscribe button wherever it might be on that platform because I don't want you to miss any of this Romans 8 series and share this. Share it with somebody or a whole lot of somebody, a whole bunch of them. Uh, you know, I'm starting to work on something new also, just an FYI, mostly because I'm asking you to please pray for me in this. Even if it's just a bullet prayer, like Lord bless her and then move on with your day and never think of it again. But if you if you pray for me like regularly, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am working on something new. I'm, I am creating a course and also there will be a book and a Bible study to go with it at some point. I don't know that I can get it all done at the same time. 
but it's based on two online prayer retreats that I led in a private online group. So of course, this is going to be about prayer, a course about prayer. And it's so important. Our prayer lives, they impact everything. They impact everything. And so that's my next big project. And I really would, um, I just would appreciate, be thankful for, and I, I'm directly asking, pointedly asking for your prayers for me as I work on that. And I just want to thank you again for joining me today as I start this series on Romans chapter eight. Please, please subscribe. I don't want you to miss any. If you're subscribed, you're going to get a notification when the next episode drops. And I'm hoping to at some point, maybe even start dropping two episodes a week because this is Romans eight. It's fantastic. I want us to really grab it this year, um, the beginning of this year. So uh, thank you so much for doing that and for sharing the podcast, leaving a review. All those things make a difference. When you leave a review, it works in favor of the podcast being shown to more people who are scrolling through their different podcast options, right? Recommended shows. So that is helpful too. Like whether the five stars are actually typing out a review and never be afraid of leaving a review. Like don't think I do, I'm not well-spoken enough for that. You can just say so blessed by this podcast. That's a fabulous review for any of the podcasters you listen to. And they would be, I don't care if they've got a million reviews that your review, it still blesses them and encourages them. So go ahead and do that. Um, thanks for joining me today for this episode, episode 91 of the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, part of the Spark Network, now playing on the Edify app. Thankful for you, praying for you today. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day and remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.